This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Alderman Sean Gregory, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I, I was saying, are you lost, man? You were in the wrong <laughs> side of town. This is the west side. I think it's Ward 10, unless you guys redrew the map last night. <laughs> what brings you out here, Sean? Well, good morning, first of all. Good morning, all, my friend. Uh, uh, everyone and and, and uh, Mr. Hanauer, Alderman Hanauer, for sure. <laughs> oh, no, man. I, you know, I, I love to get out for good things. Um, you know, uh, I've worked with uh, Central Illinois Food Bank for some time, and uh, they always do a good job. So anytime they uh, have an event and you know, uh, invite me out. I always try to get out and uh, support no matter where it's at in the city, and I feel right at home. Pam Malatoris has been there a long time. I don't think people realize we try to talk to her as often as we can. We talk about what they do. Alderman, they are very, very important to this community. I know uh, I'm very, uh, one of my favorites, of course, is St. Martin de Porres, and they will Absolutely. tell you they supply an awful lot of the food and product at St. Martin de Porres. Absolutely. St. Martin's does a great, great job. Um, the staff there and uh, the volunteers there, we, we, we say staff, but you know, none of the people that get up and, and go do that get paid there. So they do a great, great job. It's always packed there, and, uh, you know, I look forward to working with them on, on improvements, and I know they have some things on, on the brain, so I look forward to working with them as well as the Central Illinois Food Bank. Bring me up to date. You are working full time now. I've not t- maybe I've mentioned it once on air, and I didn't. W- I'll let you talk about it. Uh, you're with Secretary of State's office. Tell me what your responsibilities are. Yep, I just take care of the lawn. I take care of uh, uh, the library and the Capitol, and uh, I'm, you know I'm enjoying myself. I'm so happy to uh, be a part of that team, and uh, you know I just look forward to you know after this I'll, I'll be on the grass and uh, you know uh, making making sure it looks good for everyone. There was a gentleman last night, Jim Kroll, SNK, uh, Buick GMC, spoke before the council. Eastside, uh, right on Dirksen, uh, having some issues with some crime in the area. Uh, that's something you, as an alderman, have heard. I, I, it's not just Eastside. They're north side. It doesn't make any difference. Sean Gregory, there's, there's some crime out there. How concerned should we be? I know how so concerned. What can we do about addressing some of the concerns people have, especially in your ward on the east side? Well, we just got to keep... Um really, really fighting to get to the root causes of it. When we talk about drug addiction, um, w- w- some of his points was, you know, drug addiction and, and, and some of the, you know, petty petty crimes, um, so to speak, um, that go on not only on the east side but throughout our throughout our community. Well, um, we really have to keep digging deep on mental health and drug addiction. You know, um, that's that's something that um, you know we haven't as a, as a country really, really, really got our got our uh, arms wrapped around. And and I think we made some great steps. Uh, you know, our police department has the co-responder program, and um, you know, tied in with mental health professionals to really get out and, and help people take the next step in life. Um, and I think that's really, really important to keep keep really trying to get to the root cause. And um, you know, we'll, we'll work. You know, certainly our police department will do uh, all that they can to really deter the crime and um, get to it um, but to ultimately you know um, move forward in our community um, we, we really got to get to the root causes because we can build jails you know all day long and put people in but is that what we really want to do and is that really what's going to help us move forward help me out uh, we have just hired the city has uh, our first black female firefighter absolutely um, is that a profession? We know the history, not we, a lot of people, the history of the Black Firehouse, mm-hmm. of course, and it was called by other names over the years. And yet I found that sometimes sons and daughters of those firefighters didn't necessarily follow suit. Often they do, but uh, sometimes they don't. What's the challenge that faces the city when you're trying to recruit people of color 
to be on the fire department or police department? Um, you know, I, I'll say the police department has made some major, major strides. I think we was talking about that in their numbers. Um, you know, on the fire department side, I, I just think the more that we get out, I, I know this last recruiting recruiting effort um, where, where this young lady came through, um, there was a big, big push. Uh, Mr. Moore, who was, our, who was the state's first black um, U.S. Marshal, yes. um, he teamed up with, with, with the, you know, um, the firefighters and, and, and his crew, and they had 18 minorities um, apply. And, you know, it's always the higher the numbers, the, the, the better the chances are. Um, you know, I, I know that um, the uh, Minority Network uh, team um, has teamed up with the city, and they're going to start, um, They you know, was focusing on trades, and now they're going to add in the police and the fire department as well. And I think, you know, I, I took the police uh, test twice, and I passed when I was younger, and I failed when I was older. But, you know, one of the things that, that, that um, a lot uh, is the math portion and some of the testing. So, you know, as we can mentor people on, on that, and because uh, being a firefighter is a great job, great hours, great pay, and I think that, that um, there is interest in it, um, but a lot of times um, – you know, it's, it's just, can I really do it? And um, But once you really, you know, go through that process, you, you, you'll see that you can make it. And we just gotta I know it. about a year ago, I was talking to a young man who has everything going for him, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. mention his name, but he has everything going for him. And he said, I didn't make it. And I said, what? He says, on the EMT part, he said, and so there were about four or five others that didn't make it. So I, I, I happened to see... Chief Blau, and I said, Brandon, I said, what's going on? He said, Sam, he says, the test we're giving for EMT is higher and more demanding than what the national test is. He said, we have to alter that a little bit. And they did. And those two or three people now got, got I'm not saying lower the, the standards, but at least take the test and put it where the state or the national standard is for EMTs. But but you're right, it's a great profession, and I hope more and more people would go into it. All right, uh, I was probably one of the doubting Thomases uh, when it comes to the Shields complex. I am probably now all in as much as anybody because I know what's happened since the shovels turned and so on and so forth. Did you ever give up hope on it? Did you think it was finally going to happen? Um, you know, I always thought there was a chance for us to have it. I, I definitely know um, sports tourism. You know, as a longtime coach, I've thrown tournaments. I've seen what sports tourism can do to our to our community. I mean, we we we've run a tournament. Um, you know, Capital City Classic for some time. That's sure. Brought, you know, you know, hundreds of kids, if not thousands, of kids over our time. So it has um um a chance to really 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 do well for our city and um spread out through our city and and that was more so um my early concerns is how can we help this uh, how can this particular sports complex um not only help our city but but ensure like places like you know uh, Chamberlain Park and Robert Roberts don't dry up and some of the other um um sports and recreation facilities don't dry up um and and, and so we can make sure that our our whole city is 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 uh thriving and and we may some some moves with that uh within the development agreement and you know um i think you know once this does get off the ground it's it's definitely going to give us a different aspect and and we'll we'll keep working to add add more things for those families to uh come and enjoy i I know it's past but is it fair you were part of is it fair to 
say when people say, well, the Langfelder administration didn't do enough. It was sitting on desks for months in this agreement that the council finally agreed to. Is that fair? And I know you're friends of the Langfelder administration. I think probably you, let's be quite politically honest, you have a probably a better relationship with them than maybe you do with the current administration, although it's not strained, but you were you liked the team Langfelder. Is it fair to kind of people looking for somebody to blame why this took so long? Uh, you know, I think I think to blame anyone, whatever, I mean, we, we could do that, but um, we should all be happy. You know, what's interesting is, is both of them were there for the groundbreaking. So, yeah, um, uh, and, and, and that's what's most important that we got it done. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to move forward. I've always been coached and mentored to move forward, even by, um, my friend Langfelder is, is to, um, keep moving forward to do the best for the city. And, um, you know, we've, we've got that done and, uh, you know, um, no one's ever perfect and, 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 you know, um, We've had our talks and we've had our times and we've had our ups and our downs uh, under that administration. And, you know, that time's over. And and now, uh, you know, everyone needs to move forward, including myself. And uh, I'm poised to do that. What's the number one or two or three things you want for Ward 2? Um, I, you know, I really, really want to see our South Grand and 11th Street corridor really um, catch some more economically, you know, feasible businesses and uh, and really just uh, working on two would be, you know, uh, repair of our homes uh, right now. Um, you know, we have a lot of money to repair homes, um, but we have a, such a small workforce to get the work done. And, and that's caused some, some, some strife and some grief. And uh, thirdly, just really pouring into our youth and keeping them busy. So um, and getting good people around them. You know, one of the things that I always coached um, and, and, and I used it for was the, you know, use the thing that they like and then put the good things that we want to the, the mentorship, the financial literacy, the, um, just, just being there, for, you know, for, for the kids who may not have nobody being there while we have them and while we're, while we're doing this fun game of basketball or football. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's, that's my three things that I want to continue to focus on. Um, and I think, you know, that'll be my focus, you know, um, all the time that I'm here. You talked about being a coach. I know you're an assistant coach. When you look at team Leonard, when you look at um, Tim Allen, mm-hmm. Lawrence Thomas, uh, you know, whoever the case might be, Blake Turner and so on, Coach Turner, um, what quality does they bring that, that makes them successful? And, and I would think those same qualities can be used probably in everyday life. Um, you know, the main thing that I see – that that is a common thing with all of those coaches is is they demand um, for you to be serious about your craft and what you're going to do, and, um, and and that's what all three of them do well about it. And, and you really really have to hold um, these young people to a standard, you know, um, if you want to play this game because it's just a game right now. And no matter how good you are, you can go pro at some point in time, that, that game is going to be over and then that's over. And what else do you have? Good what call. else has the game brought you? And if it hasn't brought you anything but, but trying to play the game, then then we as coaches have failed. You know, if you if you can't um, you know, come out of that sport and be a better person and a good friend and a good citizen and, and have discipline and get up on time and get to work on time and those things didn't transpire over to you from the sport and we failed as coaches, and I think all three of those, all four of those coaches um, have really, really um, done a great, great job of um, commanding the respect and commanding discipline um, from their teams. And, you know, that's why they, they've been successful, because they bought in.
Thanks for coming out. Again, I'll let you make an appeal why it's important to help uh, Hickory Point Bank uh, also uh, help out Central Illinois Food Bank and Pam Molitoris. Why are they why are they important to our community? Talking about uh, Central Illinois Food Bank. Well, one of the one of the first things I would say is it's it's always 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 good to help those in need, and and you know we all have our own personal agendas. But what, when you become special, when, when, when we move forward is when we um, get out and do things for something that's not our agenda and, and it doesn't affect us. And Central Illinois Food Bank has been, you know, out here providing services to those who are really in need. Um, anytime you're going to stand in, in, you know, or park in the line for hours to get, you know, a box of food, you really need it, you know. Um, and, and I see that, you know, time and time again, hundreds of people lined up for, for you know, a box of food. And while it is something in there, no doubt, um, it's not a bunch, but it, it is something. And, and people wait hours in those lines. And I think that shows us how serious food insecurity can be, how how serious um, just getting a little bit more than what you got to take you a little bit further um, before you have to go back in your pockets um, to, to, to find the next meal um, is it's so very, very important. Um, I think a lot of times when we do these events, people are like, all oh, these people are dirt poor. Everybody's not dirt poor, but some people, you know, a lot of people uh, can use every bit they can to help them stretch um, into the next check, and I think that's what's important. I tell people if sometimes, I say, well, you know, you're big with St. Martin DePores or a couple other organizations, but especially that one, and, you know, Sam, there's a lot of greedy out there and maybe not many needy. I said, do yourself a favor. Go out there some Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday morning and just park yeah. and just watch. Yeah. And you tell me there's not need in this community. Yeah. You are very naive if you believe that. Yeah. And people like Sentinel Food Bank and a lot of other organizations uh, deserve uh, all the plaudits you just gave them. Thanks, my friend. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see uh, you. Last time I saw you, I said two weeks ago, I said, Sean, I'll get you and I'm going to call you and Alderman Williams on. And, well, yeah. we owe him one. So uh, next time we'll have you both in studio. How's that? Please right. tell him I haven't forgotten. All right. It's always good to see Alderman. Oh, Ralph Hanauer we're still not here. Good job. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Thank you buddy. Thank Take you. care. All right. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.